Welcome to the Road to Tenby podcast for aspiring triathletes on a journey to the world-renowned Ironman Wales event in Tenby. Here's your host, hoping to inspire you to reach your goals and full potential. He's an Ironman Wales finisher, PGA golf professional and a proud father, Tom Davis. Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast. Uh, it's been, uh, we're on a bit of a roll here at the moment. I'm going to be releasing uh, this podcast next week, but uh, I've got a, another amazing guest on. To be fair, it's I've spoken to quite a few people who've got other podcasts and they say it's quite hard to get guests. But I've got to be honest, every time I've asked someone to come on the podcast, they've been so accommodating and I can't wait for this interview with uh, a legend, uh, someone who's been described as got more experience than any other triathlete they know. Uh, Mark Davis, how are you? Not too bad, thank you. How are you, Tom? Uh, I'm I'm living the dream. I'm not, I'm not sure they like legend though, because it makes me sound really old. And, uh, <laughs> even though I am getting a lot older than a lot of you, but it does make me sound really old. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry about that. Thank <laughs> <Like> you, <a> dish. <laughs> yeah, but I, I'm I'm all good. I'm uh, I'm working from. I say working from home. I'm on daddy daycare at the moment, so my life is uh, is, is pretty straightforward. <laughs> I, I, I bet. Yeah, tra- I train, look after the little one, and um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm not working that much at the moment. So with everything that's going on, are you are you still involved in golf, Tom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I've got yeah. a I've got a business in golf, but um, I do a lot of coaching. I've got a golf shop, uh, but obviously with golf courses being closed. I've just got, yeah, i got nothing to do, basically. So, I mean, I'm trying to make the most of it and trying to train quite regularly, which is my kind of, like, outlet, if you like, <laughs> just to stay stress-free and not think too much about, you know, all the blinking money we're losing in the shop and everything. And I just try and crack on with training, look after the little one and, uh, yeah, <laughs> just get on with it. I think I used to play a bit of golf as a junior, and I think golf makes Ironman easy. It's the most frustrating sport in the world, Tom. Like, <laughs> you, could, you could go out one day and have a stormer, and you've got the next day and you shank everything. That's, that's what happened to me. I got down to like seven handicap, and I developed the shanks. I, and I couldn't, I was like putting from 60 feet off the green. Oh, I was really? So frightened to pick up my wedge. I haven't picked up a golf club for 20 years. Oh, my gosh. Where, yeah, where, so we, where did you play? Pennard. Oh, was it? Oh, nice. Yeah, it's lovely. Yeah, stunning yeah. golf course, and, it, and once you play it quite a bit, Tom, you get, it's actually a relatively easy course because you yeah. can learn how to play the banks and everything like that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, is I, I used to play quite a lot down there, you know, and it, it went well for years and years, and all of a sudden I developed the shanks and I couldn't shake it, and I was like, right, that's me done. On yeah. to another sport. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I I'm not I'm not quite there. I don't play I don't play much anymore, and I certainly don't play competitive golf. Um, only amongst my mates and everything, but. It's, it's quite interesting when you make a comparison with the two sports where I feel like, do you know, when it comes to like putting work into a sport versus getting results, like yeah. you, you, I was chatting to, to one of my friends the other day about this and like you can, you can work so hard at golf, but not get like good results, do you know, whereas I feel like with triathlon or running, biking, whatever it is, like the formula seems a lot more straightforward where if you, if you put a lot of work in, you're going to get fit. You're probably going to go faster. <laughs> yeah. And it's quite rewarding, I think. 
I think so. Something's an element of of quality rather than quantity, you know. Yeah. Uh, de- definitely in it, you know. You see people think, oh, especially a triathlon, I'm going to do like ridiculous mileage and then expect results, and it's not putting the work in is what probably what they should. Yeah. I think people push themselves probably a little bit too far sometimes, and rather than take a step back and say, actually, you know what, you know, what, how much quality am I getting out of that training session? Yeah. And how much am I battering my body? Because that's yeah. we just we just one one run or one bike away from injury all the time, and that's. Yeah. And that's the key is to managing that, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Have, have you suffered much with injuries out of interest? I, I've had a, actually, not really, but the last year I've had, I tore my ligaments, my ankle, a stupid trail run it was. I was rushing around a trail run last, by this time last year. Uh, and I've had pain in it until about two weeks ago. So I had an MRI scans. I had a steroid injection it last week. Uh, okay. Uh, so running now, the first time pain-free for a year. It's lovely. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, yeah, I never thought a steroid injection would work. And he, he went in one side of my foot and went through the other side of the foot as well. It was like oh my the gosh. size of a javelin. To be but uh, to be fair, I haven't been pain-free for a year. And I've done two runs now on it uh, yesterday and today. And it feels great. Class. Uh, it feels great. So, yeah. yeah it's, uh, but otherwise, top touch wood, Tom, I haven't had any. Oh, that's good. Uh, I, I sort of learned to learn to sort of understand my body a bit as well. Yeah. And I learned to understand when it's telling me to have a little rest or mm. to stop doing it. And I, I think, you, I think you know, I think the more you do it, the more you know how much your body can absorb. Yeah. Uh, and I think it, I, I've sort of worked out sort of eight, eight hours max a week. Yeah. Uh, is what I can do. It's, it's I train all sort of high intensity. Yeah. Uh, which I don't recommend unless you do, but I I don't do any any low intensity efforts at all, and I've done that from the start. Yeah. But I don't. So I've never, even when I did Wales, I never did over eight hours a week. I can't, but I, I'm consistent, so I don't have an off season. Yeah. I keep that level of training. I sort of fine tune it uh, according to races slightly. Uh, but I yeah, I tend to have a good idea of what's good for my body and what's not. So touch wood, apart from, and the, the ankle thing was a stupid thing on my behalf. I was trying to, I'm trying to race down a hill uh, <laughs> off road. It was a stupid thing to do. And the worst thing was, Tom, we were flying to Australia in the afternoon. Oh my gosh. My wife said to me, don't go on a trail, but whatever you do, I was like, no, oh, no, I'll be fine. And so she, so I snuck, I put my trail shoes on and I, I, I do you know, uh, do you know the Gower at all, Pulsty Bay or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I ran down there and I sort of, and I, a year ago, I heard the pop, ligaments pop. So I couldn't, and I, I tried to, I didn't have my phone on me, so I never take my phone. So I had to, I had to hitch a ride back to the house. Oh, bloody hell. My wife's like, we've got to go to the hospital. I was like, look, we're flying this afternoon. Uh, so, so I flew to Australia. I tried to kill it with alcohol. <laughs> Literally, it, it was the size of my head by the time I got to Australia. And was, oh, really? Yeah, I, and I spent the time sort of, well, I sat, sat in the pub basically in Australia <laughs> drinking beer for two weeks rather than having a, a nice wander around and a bit of training. But uh, oh, get uh, yeah, but otherwise, no, I have, I've been touch wood. I've been pretty good with injuries. Oh, that's good. That's class. That's good to hear. I mean, t- touch wood, I, I, I would say I've been the same. I, I've not been doing it for that long. So I've probably got a lot more injuries in front of me. But um, but yeah, touch wood, I've, I've, I've not had many, many injuries. Uh, at least anything that's, that I would class above a niggle, you know. Um yeah, we always get, I think pretty much we always got niggles. And your, your head yeah. plays tricks with you all the time as well. Uh, and I think, you know, it, I think that's the whole thing about triathlon. It's, it's half the battle is against your head. I know, I know. Yeah, yeah it it's like, no, this is hurting me too much and screaming at you. But uh, nah, I think I think it's, it's, it's learning to know when when it's more than a niggle. I yeah. think that's key. Yeah. And, it, you know, and, and not being afraid of a rest. If you have a couple of rest days, it's not, it's not going to hurt. You're not yeah. going to lose fitness in two to three days. 
Yeah, exactly, exactly. So just going back to kind of like where it started for you, Mark, where did where did your triathlon kind of journey start, so to speak? Well, it was down your neck of the woods at this time. It was the Thlethley Sprint Triathlon. Oh, really? it was, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, can't, I think it was 2000 and I can't remember when it was, to be honest with you. Uh, but it was, I remember my mate saying to me, so I'm doing a triathlon. I was like, that sounds all right. I'll have a go at that. You know, I, I surf all the time, making the swim. Yeah. Uh, and I had a disaster to swim. I think a few people swam over the top of me. <laughs> and, uh, and I, 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 I remember in the, in the North Dock, there's like an M-shaped, isn't That's it? it? An M-shaped yeah. swim. By the time I got to the, the middle boy, I was blowing, really, really blowing. And, uh, but then I got onto the bike then, and I, I didn't know the rules. I remember chatting to uh, a guy called James Gwither, who lives, lives in Swansea, and uh, he's like, Mark, you, you can't chat to me on the bike. You can't stay next to me. So, yeah. I, so I, I carried on. But I, I loved it. You know, yeah. I, I, I loved it, you know, and it, I enjoyed the run. Uh, the run down Sanethi was good. So uh, I sort of got quite addicted to them after. I, you know, I, I love the shorter ones, if I'm honest with you. Yeah. I prefer the, the the short distance, you know, eyeballs out for for an hour, hour and a bit. Uh, and there's so much choice for that as well. You yeah. Know, throughout, yeah. But yeah, that was my, that was the start of my career. And it's, it's uh, you know, it's a, it's a good, you know, to be fair to know you, when you all, he does a really good triathlon down there, it's a really good, really good venue for it. Uh, yeah. Flat course, I, I eat flat courses. Uh, <laughs> the, the better time trial is a better, much better than me and the bikes on those flat courses. I prefer yeah. hills, uh, hence is why I, I, like, I like Diamond Wales. But uh, yeah, but otherwise, and that was my career and that was the start of it. I think I did three that, that year, but I tend to do like on a normal year, so 10 to 12 a year. Yeah. What, uh, what, you know, like prior to, doing a triathlon did you have like a run background or i know you said you you were surfing so you were quite yeah. confident swimming yeah quite a lot uh i ran quite a lot as a, as a youth up to youth level you know i did oh, okay. a lot of the sprint it was more sort of 200 and 100 meters sprinting okay. as well did a bit of cross country uh yeah i've always been quite involved in sport and i of, of some sort or the other you know i've been quite active as a, as a kid even when i played golf you know i, I sometimes squeeze in three rounds a day Bloody hell. <laughs> uh, drop me off in the morning and pick me up a sort of uh, a dark, you know. So I, yeah. I do enjoy, uh, I do enjoy exercise. And I enjoy all three of them: uh, swimming, biking, and running. And, and you know, I think that's the beauty of triathlon. If you don't feel like cycling one day, you go for a run. Yeah. Uh, and you know, in the summer, there's no better, no better place to swim than open water. I love it. Yeah. Uh, and I swim, you know, probably three or four times a week. Yeah, open water nice. in the summer. I'm not a big fan of the pool, Tom. So I'm not, yeah. I'm not that gutted they shut at the moment, to be honest. Eh? <laughs> yeah, I, I like what you say about like kind of the variety of um, triathlon, and I can resonate with that quite a lot because, like prior to me starting triathlon, um, I hadn't long started running. Um, I'd never done hardly any running at all um, prior to that. And I was kind of just trying like a, f- a few different things. I tried a bit of running. I was going to the gym a lot. And I just found it quite boring. And then all of a sudden then, like triathlon came along and I was like, oh my God, you know, I'm swimming one day, then I'm biking the next day. Then I'm going for a long bike with a load of the boys on the weekend. This is brilliant. You know, so much variety to it. And um for me, it's it's still getting better, you know. Like I'm, I'm yeah. meet, meeting more people. I think the the triathlon community in this area, in in terms of what I've experienced anyway, I th- I just think it's full of great people. Um, you don't have to look very far, you know, to uh, to find someone who's who's really good to to give you some advice. And yeah, I've just fallen in love with it. Yeah, I think it's 
I, I love the triathlon community to be honest. Mm. It's part to be honest, it's part of the whole fun of it. Uh, yeah. Sometimes I get more out of seeing my friends compete than I do myself, you know. And I think if I go back to Ironman Wales, I enjoyed most of it watching it from the pub. Uh, after <laughs> you know, I quickly showered and met my mates in the pub, and uh, I got drunk on three pints after Ironman Wales. It was quite a, a really cheap date. But it was a lovely watch people. weekend for me. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it is these days. Yeah. But it was uh, it was lovely watching people, you know, and cheering people. Like, I remember I was going back to my room about, I think it was about a quarter to 12, and I, and I was lucky I had a B&B near the finish line. Yeah. And I thought, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch the last couple of people coming coming through. And those are the true stars of yeah. Ironman, the people who get in before 10 to 12. There was one poor chap, he got in, Literally counting them a minute past twelve. Yeah. Uh, but you could see, like, you know, they, they are the stars of mm. Ironman for me. You know. Yeah. And I stood there for a while. I said, like, "Gosh, this is amazing." Yeah. Uh, I actually, actually preferred watching it after they did. They did doing it to be honest with you. But I know the Trafton community is great. I met some, you know, got some a close group of really good friends from it. Uh, you know, you've had some of them on. Yeah, Nathan Ford, who's like an elite athlete. Yeah. How he hasn't turned pro, he's just been unlucky that whatever race he's done, the, the winner's been exceptionally good on the day. Uh, yeah. he, you know, he doesn't pick easy races either. Um, Mark Barrow, who's a legend. Uh, yeah, he's, you know, he's somebody I definitely look up to because he's, he's a wealth of knowledge as well. And I, yeah. And I, I picked his brains and then the, the guy, Mark Rabiotti, you probably don't know, but he's the hardest trainer I've ever known. Oh, uh, really? And he's, yeah, he won't race around here, but he's got ridiculous, you know, he's got, a sub 10 Ironman and he's, wow. he's awesome like, and he's, he's so, the most enthusiastic person if I've ever bit down on training I'm like, I got to send him a message and he's like oh yeah do this do that Class. so the, yeah the triathlon community is amazing uh, yeah. and I I actually like the bit in transition when you go and you chat to people uh, I'm, I'm starting to learn I've got to switch on a bit more in races uh, <laughs> <laughs> rather than high-fiving everybody and chatting to people and I think that, that would have been my focus this year if it goes ahead. It's going to be like, right, race hard. Yeah. And have a laugh before and after. Uh, but no, I, with you, Tommy, really good bunch of people. And I think we, we're quite fortunate around here. We have so many races. Yeah. Uh, and you tend to see the same people all the time. And some like incredible athletes we got. Yeah. You know, it got in uh, in South Wales, some amazing athletes who, who compete at the highest level and uh, also some people who don't but love it and that's yeah. why I get a lot of value from meeting them as well yeah yeah I, I agree with you and and I, th- I think it is overlooked quite a lot like how many races we have got in this area oh, yeah um, you know it's like when, when you think like I compare it to golf a little bit like we've got lots of golf courses but there's not many big big tournaments in this area you've got to travel quite a lot for them you know um Whereas around you, it's, you know, from a triathlon perspective, it's class. Yeah, I've always tried to support the local companies as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because when I enjoy the local races, and I think the scenery is lovely, fantastic. But, it, you know, I think more so now than ever, they need our support. They've had yeah. a, it's been a tough year for everybody, uh, or tough 18 months it's going to be. But I think the local com- companies will probably need our support moving forward. Yeah. Uh, so I've always tried to support them. And I think I've also noticed the standards got higher. Oh, I've got slower. I'm not sure. <laughs> It could be the latter, probably. <laughs> uh, but, you know, triathlons, they fill out. Yeah. You know, pretty much everyone is full. And, that, you know, go back go back sort of five years ago, that, that wasn't the case. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, I, I don't know if you listened to the podcast I'd done with um, James from Mumble Centurion. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, 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 t- I tell you what, like, what, what a guy. And, um, like, so honest about kind of, like, all the expenses and everything that goes on. It, it's, 
like when you listen to someone like him who's organizing a race and is telling you all the stuff that goes on behind the scenes like it makes you want to support them even more and um yeah i was i was inspired by by listening to him i tell you and and i hope i hope like a lot of people will will enter that race i certainly am gonna enter I entered after your podcast, actually. I uh, did. You? Uh, yeah, I know James anyway, and he's, he's a good lad. You know, he's he's always there, thereabouts in triathlon. Uh, but I listened to the podcast. I was having an R in. I think you mm. mentioned it as well. I was just worried about more events cancelled. You know, yeah. so I had about twelve events carried through this year. Uh, but I listened to the podcast, and I he, so he was so passionate about it. Yeah. I thought, I oh, you know what, I'm going to support him. Yeah. Uh, it's on my doorstep as well, so it's, it'd be a shame not to. And it, it also would be a really good race. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I think it, good practice for you for Ironman Wales as well. You know, yeah. you can switch yeah. off after that. Yeah, get back exactly. on the beer for a couple of weeks and walk uh, <laughs> up in Wales. Yeah, I, I haven't got around to entering yet. Uh, being really honest, but I, I'm definitely going to enter it. Um, hopefully, I'll do it in the next couple of days now. But um, yeah, I'd be excited for that one. Yeah, it's worrying, isn't it? It's like you went to enter events, and I went to enter events, but I'm still not sure whether the season's going to go ahead. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah, uh, and I hope so. And I got quite a lot of events from last year carried forward so i hope they're going to go ahead mm. uh but yeah i do feel for the local companies you know, they all ultimately all, it all comes from their passion in triathlon yeah, uh, yeah. and it's and I, I just hope that people do support them when they are open and you know it's easier to start being a bit of a keyboard warrior with it <laughs> but there's somebody somebody behind it trying their best to do something for, well, for exactly triathlon, you know exactly uh and I, yeah i do you know we've got some amazing events in there but that, that's definitely a new one worth trying i think uh uh, over, over the weekend, I'll see where the body holds up for the last day. But it's a nice trail run to finish, which I quite like. I, done, I do that run quite a lot. Oh, do you really? Yeah, it's it's like it's, it's quite hard in bits. Like, it's, it's, it's not, it's it's, not, the, it's not the one run. you turned on your ankle, is it? it part of the end of it, towards oh, the end it? of it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a uh, it's a thinker's course. It is definitely uh, okay. the run course. And I think a lot of you know a lot of off road runs are thinker's yeah. courses. I think a lot of triathlon courses. I think thinker's courses as well. But it's. Mm. Uh, no, no. I listened to your podcast. I thought, oh, do I, I'm going to support him here. I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to join up. So, uh, yeah, hopefully, I'll see you there, Tom. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I, I, I'm 100% going to enter as long as when I enter the space is available. I'm, I'm going to do it for sure. Um, but yeah, well, we're the same tri club now as well, aren't we? We're in Swansea Vale Tri. I know, I know. There seems to be a bit of a, a bit of a wave of, uh, of people joining there. To be fair. Um, yeah, I know. They, they, they're doing well. Fair play to them, and and I yeah. I, I can see why as well because they they got such a good kind of like um, attitude towards it all. It's, you know, there's a lot of fun in a, in a lot of the groups. You know, on Facebook and um, you know the Ian Lloyd and and Mark who were on you before. They you know they're so passionate about the club as well, and I think that comes through. You know, they, they they send out you know WhatsApp messages every week and I, I, giving you all the information about what's going on. It's, I, I think it's fantastic. I've got to be honest. Yeah, and I, again, I like to support them as well. You know, yeah. there's a couple of little good clubs around sort of the Swansea area. Uh, I got a lot of time for Mark and Lloyd D as well. So yeah. it's, it's, for me, it's, it's nice to support them, and it'd be nice to see. See, see everybody racing this year yeah uh, and also be nice to have a bit of a social as well after yeah so i think uh, you know, if you you guys have my i'm a wales this year i'm gonna be there uh, with my pint in hand <laughs> Class. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be coherent after after a while but i'll be there supporting ah no don't worry that's that's the best bit about him isn't it <laughs> yeah. so yeah. you know like going back to uh the start for you in triathlon like i i know like right now, as it stands, you know, you're a very fast athlete. Um, 
you know, we'll, we'll talk about your, your Ironman Wales kind of like times in a bit. But g- give us an idea on kind of like where where you were in those first couple of events in terms of standard and like the events you'd done then on the way through and, and kind of how you progressed. Yeah, I think the first ones, I think I probably did okay, better than I thought. You know, I think I always, my age group, I sort of top 10, top 20. Uh, but then I realized you could put a, you need to put a bit of effort in. Mm. So I think it's, it's, it's a different it's a different way of thinking to athlete than a bike than just going on a bike ride and running. Uh, running's always been my strong my strong point. I've done that from a child, so I knew I could probably pick pick it up quite quickly. Uh, I have to do a little bit of work on the bike, a sort of leg speed, and, uh, and it's a different kind of thing racing on a bike than it is doing like a sportif and uh, and swimming. Swimming yeah. is uh, you know I didn't I've always surfed, but I probably is probably the worst thing to do because I probably. I know I went with 4D to a couple of lessons and he's like, oh, you got some bad habits. Like, <laughs> yeah, and I, I knew that, but I just needed him to tell me. But to be fair, he gave me, you know, he sorted my swimming out and I put a lot of work in at swimming. Yeah. Uh, and I also quite, in, like, once the, once the sea's warm enough, I really enjoy it. Uh, mentally, I quite like it. Yeah. And uh, But I, I noticed a difference. I just put a bit of work on and changing a few things. So I started, so the first couple of years, I was sort of mixing it up. And I remember doing... Actually, I think it was the end of the first year of triathlons. I did the Mumbles try. It was, uh, it was usually about a September time That's it was. It, yeah. And I and I came third in my age group, you know, and I thought, oh, wow. gee, I, yeah, I thought, I thought, actually, do if I put a bit more effort into this and just focus a little bit more, I'll I'll try and I'll probably get some better results. So, yeah, you know, it, it came from then. I did, you know, I've done pretty well in my age group now for the last sort of, I don't know, I I'm four, I'll be honest, they're going to ask me later on in some questions. I'm 48 this this year. Uh, so that's probably one of your questions, Dudley, because I keep winding me up the SVR uh, group. <laughs> I don't even try group. So, uh, yeah, so I've yeah, done quite well in vets. You know, I won quite a lot in the vets, which I've been very lucky to. And uh, it's definitely getting harder, Tom, yeah. because the vets are 40 to 40 to 50. And you get the boys coming in now, uh, just some damn good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's getting harder every year, but it means I got to train a little bit harder and a bit smarter. Uh, so I'm still, you know, I think the three races I did last year, which are pretty much all, all over the border, they they had uh, won the vets in two and came second in one. Uh, yeah. So still hanging on, just like just <laughs> hanging on with your life. And I think probably the fact that I'm pretty I do, starting to do well in the swim sections of it. So yeah. in an age group thing, I'm coming out towards the top in the age group things has made a difference before yeah. I was always, always chasing. Yeah. And it's always harder if you're always chasing. Uh, there's a couple of boys who've made me up my, up my bike a bit. Uh, I think, you know, I, I sort of relied on my running to boost my bike, but running doesn't do that. It's yeah. Cycling boosts your running. Yeah. So that is a guy, there's a guy down on Edwards called Jamie Best, who's a vineyard boy who awesome right. on the bike. And, yeah. you know, he, he really challenged me in the age groups uh, over the last couple of years. I've had to do a lot of work on my bike. Uh, I tend to switch off for some daft reason. We're going along, and I'm in my own little dream world for a while. Then I go switch back on. I think uh, I think Zwift's helped me with that a bit. Yeah, you can't switch off. Uh, yeah. It's impossible. So yeah, so I, I I do you know I don't have a lot of structure to my training, which probably freaks a lot of people out. Yeah. but it's a sort of method in my madness with it as well. Uh, so when I do do something like. Like, like I don't decide till the morning whether I'm going to go on a bike, a run, or a swim. I tend to, I tend to think, well, actually, today it's a nice day and I go for a run. Yeah. But there will be a bit of structure with it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so the sprints, you know, I done quite well. The sprints, I quite like the Olympics. But we don't have a lot of them around here yeah, as well. Yeah. 
Uh, I sort of got in the GBA's group a couple of times, and up, to, up till you know the one I really went for was the Australia one, which was in 2018. Yeah. Uh, and I, I wanted to, you know, I wanted to place high in the sort of in terms of the the GB team in terms of in terms of the the rankings, and I think. I, in that when I came out top European and top obviously top GB athlete as a result of it, but I gave it everything. Yeah, uh, and it's, it's probably the only race time where I've ever actually fully concentrated on the race, everything from transition to bike. And I'm I'm quite a bad reflector, and I always look back and go, ah, oh, you know what, I could have done that better, I could have done that better. And that's one probably where I gave it everything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah, where, so where I, was that race out of interest? Oh, it was Gold Coast. It was amazing. Oh, it was, yeah. uh, they, you know, the Aussies love. Loving an event, and they put on an amazing event. And the fact you're there with the pros there as well, uh, and the crowds, the crowds were the crowds were like whales. Yeah, they were they were immense. You know, they were like ten deep. Wow. Uh, yeah, and the way I I sort I sort of race wet better in warm weather. Yeah. I don't race that well in cold weather for some reason, which is which is a bit bonkers that we live in a cold place. <laughs> uh, but I, weather was quite hot, but I raced yeah. quite well. But I just I just I just gave it everything, and it's the yeah. only race I probably ever have done is giving it everything throughout it without switching off because the drafting the drafting race if you switch off you're on your backside yeah. <laughs> simple, simple yeah. as that when you're doing draft legal racing in it and i got i managed to catch the front the front pack and i sat at the back yeah <laughs> <laughs> but we're still doing like 40 odd k's an hour sat at the back yeah. of this pack but then the guys are working in front so they were shouting at me and i was like nah i'm gonna sit here and relax <laughs> <laughs> that's the way whereabouts yeah. in the gold coast was that just sort of interest Surfers Paradise. Oh, okay, yeah, I've been, I've been there. Uh, Broad, I've yeah, been there a Broad, few times. Broad Beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I stayed. Yeah. I stayed in Broad Beach. I can't remember the name of the hotel, but I literally stayed on Broad Beach uh, uh, for a good a good week. Um, That's lovely. There, jobs. Yeah, yeah. It's and it the things they embrace sport out there as well. Yeah. You know, is it, yeah, you know Broad Beach. You got they got that promenade. They're lit up all night. There's people running all night and yeah. bike decent bike paths as well. Uh, but no, I, you know, it's that was that's been the, one of the highlights of my triathlon uh, sort of uh, amateur career to date. You know, I think there's a lot. Of, you know, there's a lot of people who represent Great Britain. I think it's great. I think yeah. that, that that sort of age group is is a great opportunity. Uh, I personally like the ones you got to qualify. Yeah, you you've earned that right to be there. You know, there's a lot you can just put a time in, but the ones you the ones you qualify, you've earned, you've earned that right to be there. Uh, but no, I I'd, you know, I'd like to do a one or two more if I can. Yeah. Uh, if age, I, I, wait, I, I wait until fifty. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to do Ironman Wales again fifty. Like, definitely. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, because it's, 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 it's a brand new age group. It's really hard now in the in the vets because yeah. you get some such good athletes coming in just just forty now, and it's you know a lot. I think Ollie Simon came in a couple of years ago, and it, he's just a different level, you know. It's, yeah. It's, it's like on a, on a flat race, I'm never going to get anywhere near him. <laughs> class you know just out of interest you know the race you qualified for on the gold course what was the i know you talked a little bit about you know the qualifying process but for that race in particular how did you get into that race yeah cardiff is uh usually i think it still is, is you know the cardiff triathlon is a qualifying race uh, okay yeah so i've done qualifiers all over the uk but the cardiff one is uh is a race i really enjoy uh, not sure if I've done it, but you know, if you haven't, it's worth watching because it's closed roads on Cardiff Bay. Nice. Uh, it, it, swim in the bay is bizarre. You jump in, it's like a bath. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not sure what's in there. I don't like to think about what's in there, but it, it, it is like a bath. And uh, the bike course, it's a, it's a draft legal bike course. It's a, it's, a, it's a good, fast bike course. 
uh, and the run the run is virtually flat, which yeah. the run suits me as well. So yeah, I, quali- I think I qualified in that uh, in that year. Uh, I went to that event trying to qualify. Ah, good. I didn't I didn't win my age group there, and I think I was, I was third in the qualifying there as well. But I since beat those people in Australia, you know. Uh, but it, yeah, I I think it's it's qualifying for Bermuda this year there as well. Ah, okay. Nice. Yeah, but I, I think everything's up in the air. Like, so, so I want to one more one more go at that. Definitely one more go at that, and uh, and then I'll probably stop doing the doing the GBH group. Then that's uh, that must be quite satisfying. Where you've kind of like targeted a uh, a race to qualify for. You've got you've got the race in front. You knowing that you know that carrot is there, kind of thing, and to qualify for it must be so satisfying. Yeah, it is. To be honest, it's slightly different. You know, people say you should have an A race and a B race. Yeah. Yeah, I think I treat every race as an A race. Yeah, yeah. I don't have I don't have like a race where I think I'm gonna go through the motions because I think ah, I'd be disappointed if I paid that money and turned up. For me, it's a killer getting up in the morning. That's what some of these races. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish they were all lunchtime. So I, I tend not to have like an, uh, a B race. They're all A races for me. Yeah. Uh, but that, but yeah, the draft legal ones are like I like racing in a draft legal format. It's, mm. You know, it's risky, but it's. It's great and it's bizarre. Like you could be in a group and you rest and you try and back yourself to get to the next group and then you're in no man's land. You realize yeah. how, how easy <laughs> it is in the draft. Uh, and it's uh, it keeps me concentrated. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's, you know, like I said before, on the on the normal sort of the ones where you where you can't draft, I, I tend to switch off. And I, mm. I don't know what it is, you know. And it's, uh, I do it in every race, but I'm, that's one of my focuses this year is to, is to go hard on the bike. Yeah. I tend to go, I tend to go sort of... Uh, 80% the swim, 70% the bike, and 100% on the run. Yeah. So I'm going to train up the, the bike this year and sort of go towards 90%. Yeah. 100% on the bike and see if I can hold it or blow up. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, it's, quite, it's quite interesting though, isn't it? Like when you start thinking about kind of, you know, how much effort you're going to put into each discipline during a race. Um, I almost feel like, like I, I've, I've not done it yet, but I feel like I need to go to a race and blow up just to kind of like yeah. find where the limit is, you know? Um, and again, like you don't really want to blow up if you're paying whatever you're paying for a race, you know, to go in and almost know you're gonna you're gonna give it the full beans and blow up. But I think it is worth kind of like exploring that um, that that mindset, I think, and and that, and that position to just to know where your limits are for future races. Yeah, I think you know, even even though you, you sort of specialise in long distance, Tom, a sprint would be a good opportunity to do that, just mm. to know what 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 your body can do. Yeah, uh, like I, I don't train on power or heart rate. I train on feel. Yeah, I, I know exactly what level I know to do, and I know what level actually I've, I've got no more. Yeah, if I push at that as well, you know, my, my my legs tend to go before my lungs. Yeah, uh, so I'm quite fortunate on that. But I think I, I certainly know in the bike the difference between sort of seventy percent and ninety percent. Yeah, and I, I rarely pushed it towards that. So I think you know, moving forward, I'm gonna, I'm gonna definitely go up a up a gear in the bike. Yeah, and push you- it and. Sorry, you, you know, like you say, you train off feel, you know, when it comes to doing like turbo sessions then, um, and you're, you're on Zwift, do you like, are you paying attention to kind of like some of the power numbers on there or your heart rate or anything, or do you just do the same and, and go off feel again? Yeah, I do a bit to be honest. Yeah. yeah I like, I like doing the sort of crit races or I tend not to do like a, a training program. I do the, try and do as many races as I can, which is probably uh, okay. not great all the time, but uh, they sort of, uh, I give it everything. It's weird. I did, I did one last week, you know, the, like a four man time trial. Yeah. Uh, it was me, 4D Barrow and some others. And, and uh, 
I, I blew up. Never, never blown up in my life. I think I'd, I had, uh, I, I surfed in the day and I banged my head on my surfboard and I felt a bit grotty from it. Yeah. Uh, so I got a cut on there, my fin went to the head. <laughs> and I, but I, got, I got on the bike and I, I knew straight away, you know, I said like, you can yeah. sort of know your body's not, not, uh, uh, there's a guy from WN Eccles, Matt Anthony, Anthony, who's a really good cyclist. He's at Swansea Vale, tried as well. Yeah. And they, they, they're going ahead and I was offering nothing, nothing to the group, but in about 30k in, I was like, boys, I'm done. And I generally was done and my legs, my legs were finished. I just sat in the bath then for a bit and thought, gee, I've never, I've never quit in a race in my life, ever. <laughs> I, I was so disappointed in myself in, in the evening, you know, I had to have a beer. <laughs> yeah, that was brilliant. But it feels good for me. I, you know, I, I pretty much can do like a, like yesterday I went to the, the track, the running track in Swansea. Yeah. I did a, a 5k control, but I, I don't, I don't need a watch or anything to do with that. I know, uh, I know exactly what my legs are controlled. I always work on the basis that, in my head if I can hold like especially for a hard bike or hard run if I can hold a conversation I mean mm. sort of what a, a zone three a zone four if I couldn't talk to somebody then I'm going flat out yeah yeah so, so that in my head that's that's how I tend to tend to work and tend to train I tend you know, I tend to if I get to the run they're going to give it everything yeah uh, I, I didn't do that in Wales because that would have been a complete disaster <laughs> <laughs> one lap wonder uh, but you know in, in most races I, I just give it everything the last bit and I, I try not to leave anything out there if I can yeah yeah, it's, it's it's really interesting listening to you like talking about training off feel and also Craig who was on the podcast the, in the last couple of weeks as well he said he trains a lot off feel and uh, when I done uh, my first Ironman Wales in 2018 I'd only been doing triathlon for a year and I done everything off feel as well I barely I didn't even think I had a heart rate monitor for the event um, didn't have a power meter just done every single thing off feel including my training um, and, and now I'm actually doing like completely the opposite where I've got a power meter on the bike every session I've got a heart rate um, but I think having gone through that period of training for feel I think I'm still kind of like in tune with my body a little bit more than um, perhaps others then who would be completely reliant on numbers and heart rate and you know power and I, I, I feel I feel like doing both or having done both and going through you know this this, this kind of training now is is benefiting me definitely. Yeah, I think so, Tom. And I think you know it, it's. I think if I'm in Wales personally, I didn't do it. But if I if I was to do it again, I think it's you need to have an idea of numbers. Yeah. Because the risks of going wrong are terrible there. You know, it's such yeah. a long day out as well. I think you need to have numbers as well. Uh, you know, I I probably run maybe twice a week without without a watch yeah so I, i'll have a watch with me by this look i'll run for an hour so don't, yeah. don't start it uh because it's quite important sometimes because you never know if you did wales and your, your garmin goes down or whether the watch goes down yeah and then and you'd be in a massive panic if they only relied on that as well so it's good yeah. it's good to feel what what 200, 250 watts feels like on your bike or a heart rate as well but uh yeah i think i think like sprints are different and you know, craig's a good sprint really good sprint athlete i know he's done really well i'm on wales as well but you know sprints you there's no point looking at your watch. You're dying. <laughs> you don't need your watch to tell you. And if you and if and if you are, you need to go a bit more. Yeah. yeah it's. Uh, but for Iron Wales, I think you know if I, if I did it again, I probably would look a bit more into the numbers on the mm. on the bike because uh, I think it's you know it's it's, it's a long slog in it. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Some, it is something I didn't realize until I did it. it. It is a long day out. Yeah. I I've got to be honest, mind. I like I've only I've only done one Ironman and. Um, Apart from that, I've done all pretty much sprint triathlons, and I, I can't I can't wait to have a crack at the sprint tries this this year, um, because 
they they are they are a good day out, you know, um, and especially for the family as well. I know the yeah. the early mornings, but you know they all come down and you know it's great. I, I think they're fantastic, and uh, there's definitely an element. I mean, I wouldn't be able to explain to you the the physiological adaptations that you would get from a sprint try if you're playing uh, if you're training for Ironman Wales, but there's got to be adaptations there which are going to benefit you, you know, for long course triathlon. Definitely, I you know I the way I, I, I sort of looked at IMO Wales, I did it, it was that I train in I train in pretty much high intensity. Mm. Uh, so if you look at the zones, it's a zone five. I tend to train in that pretty much all the time. So IMO Wales is a day out in zone three for me. Yeah. Uh, and I, you know, and to drop down to that and felt okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it didn't feel it didn't feel too bad. And it was one of my mates who who's a good friend of mine who does it again. He's like Mike Buckingham who's down your neck of the woods. Uh, he said to me, Mark, it's a day out. So day out and have a picnic, enjoy it. He said, uh, "We haven't got kids, me and the wife." So, uh, but he says, "For me, it's a day without the kids." So yeah. I love it. He said, "They do it every year because it's like it's twelve hours protected time. It's my time as well." Uh, but yeah, sprint sprint triathlons are. I think it's easier for a spectator in the sprint triathlons because yeah. like, your family can see you go past quite a bit. Uh, but I've never experienced crowds like Wales either. Yeah, you know, they blew my mind, Tom. You know, the crowds there and the support you get there, and I think it got me round pretty much got me around the race uh, I think without there's a few bits where I know Wales when you come out like come out of 10B and there's a bit where you don't see anybody for ages yeah and I went to like quite a dark zone there and thinking oh, oh me too doing? Yeah, yeah why am I here uh, I, then I saw somebody go past me in my age group and I was like right wake up Mark yeah <laughs> I, but that, it, that bit you're talking about there right like when you come by back, the golf course isn't it it's yeah, by the golf course yeah, yeah. Uh, by is it Penali? Um, that's it that's yeah. the one I honestly, I'm not exaggerating. After I'd done the first loop, I'd you know you go through that big hide and you're going up, uh, up up through Saunders Foot. You come back down into Tembe, and then as you're going back out, then like you say, there's nobody. Like my emotions were like all over the shop. <laughs> like I nearly had a tear in my eye. Honestly, <laughs> I had exactly the same time. I got. I, I remember going by there and I was thinking. This is rubbish. <laughs> this is not what I signed up to do, you know. And then you get you, you go further around, then you get towards Pembroke, and the crowds are back then. Yeah, so you switch exactly. back on again. Uh, but I, yeah, I, and I think with with the sprints as well, as I all find there's a lot is a lot of good people. And what I like about the sprints is all different people do them as well. Uh, and you just see people that really. I, I always like to stay behind and support yeah. the sprints. You know, when you when you get in, the stand around the weather's nice and just clap people in because. It's all people from all different abilities loving it for the same reason what we yeah, do it. Yeah, exactly. exactly the same reason. Yeah, it's class. But yeah, but Wales, you know, Wales crowds. Uh, the weather was nice when we did it in 2019. Did you do it then, Tom, in 2019? No, no, I didn't. Uh, 2018, I, think, I didn't. Yeah, I think we were lucky with the weather, mind, to be honest with you. But the, the crowds were amazing. Yeah. I, I, was, I was so shocked. I remember coming down... Uh, Wiseman's in the Saunders for I, I genuinely nearly cried going up, going up, <laughs> yeah. cycled up there. And I was like, I saw my mate, he came down to support me and he's cheering me. And I, I generally was like, oh my God, I'm going to cry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was glad I had sunglasses on. The, the, support, the support was amazing, you know? Yeah. And that's why when I got to that Penali bit, I was a bit like, 
I was, was everybody gone? <laughs> yeah, it's um, it, it definitely like plays with your emotions and it because like especially on the bike you go through like there's so many highs and lows in terms of like there's a big pocket of crowds you know and then all of a sudden there's nothing then for 10 miles and then yeah. you know there's loads of, there's loads of people then again and they're all they're all cheering for you and I think I think it's one thing for me when I done it which I really didn't expect either I didn't expect like to go through those highs and lows like emotionally on the bike no, I know me, and I've never had that experience before. Yeah. You know, we did, we've done a couple of things called e-taps in France, which are like long sportives. They do okay. before the Tour de France, and they're the same. You know, you look up a mountain, you're like, I'll be there now in an hour and a half. You're still going up. Yeah. Uh, and you get the same emotion there, you know, and you like, you like really, really question why you're doing it. But I know when I was picking the brains of, you know, Fordy and Barrow and Rabiotti and that lot, they were like, you get some dark places in IMA Mark, you really mm. do. And I think one of the things I've learned over time is to deal with it. Yeah, uh, and you know your head will constantly play tricks on you. Yeah, uh, to say that actually you need to stop or you need to do this. So I did, I just I just moved moved on. Yeah, <laughs> uh, quite quickly. And I think the the guy who passed me in my age group, uh, I, I was like, right, you're having it. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, so I, I, I followed him. I followed him for quite a while, and he, he went then. <laughs> He's a lot quicker. Than, but I, I needed I needed that because at that stage I was in. You know, I was thinking, I'm not sure actually I can be bothered. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it was you know it's. The, the the race the race and the crowd is, yeah there's no race like it is yeah. there I, you know you know Australia was probably close yeah uh, really close to it as well uh, but you see a lot of your friends and your people you know in in IMO Wales as well and I thought the, the run was the best you know, the yeah. crowds were amazing on on the run and I saw so many people you know I stopped you know I stopped to chat to a few people on the run as well uh, I just enjoy it. and it, you see people enjoying you enjoying it yeah and that's what I like about it. Uh, and, you know, and uh, I waved a 40 and shouted a 40. He completely blanked me. I was oh, like, did he? <laughs> and he's like, he was full on race zone. I was like, I was like, right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna catch him. Now, him, <laughs> it's, it's amazing. So, like, ju- just for all of the listeners, Mark, right? Because, like, the you, you're very kind of like, um, you know, humble in the way you're talking about the the race and like how you've gone about the race. But just for all of the listeners to to appreciate your results in 2019. What what was your finishing time in 2019? Yeah, well, I only knew about 45 minutes ago, Tom, so I didn't actually <laughs> look at my time. Uh, it's, uh, actually, it was 10.48, 10, is it? That's it, yeah. Yeah, 10.48. Yeah, so I, and the reason I did look at my time, my, my whole objective for Wales was to participate yeah. and enjoy it. And I didn't care whether I did it in 10 hours or, si- or 16 hours, 59. I generally yeah. didn't bother. Uh, so I wanted to participate and I wanted to enjoy it. So this is the only race ever until you talked earlier on. I've never looked back at my stats. Yeah. Uh, and I went before, before we came on this podcast, I had a quick look at them and I was a bit like, and I start, I started going through them then thinking, oh, that's blinking bad. or oh, that's not so good. <laughs> uh, but it, I, as I said, for, for me, I, I, I really enjoyed it. I lucked out with a couple of things. You know, I didn't, I didn't, I did one long, long ride, a long course weekend. Uh, but I, the training I did, and I wasn't doing long rides, but I was doing ridiculously hilly rides. So I found yeah. a couple of routes near me where there was some horrible hills, and I did laps of it. Yeah. So I just did continuous laps of it. Uh, so even though I didn't do the long rides, but I didn't, I only practiced my nutrition a week before. Wow. I got some uh, tailwind, so I was hoping that was going to work. Uh, and I stopped off. I think I stopped off four times on the bike. Oh, at really? At food station, so to have a bit eat there. And just, yeah. Uh, 
Because there's, there's no way I was peeing on my bike. I had some new <laughs> shoes. And somebody said to me they peed on their bike and their shoes were awful. I had to throw them away. So I was like, right, I'm stopping off. I'm going to stop off twice on each route. Uh, and also, I also felt sorry for the volunteers because people yeah. were bombing past them. And they were like doing they were doing an amazing job. Yeah. But nobody stopped to really chat to them. So I, I stopped and had a quick chat. I didn't spend hours there. I stopped and had a quick chat. They filled up my bottles for me at a, at a, at a wee and got back on. Uh, but it, it's, uh, yeah, looking at my stats, though, I definitely think, it's, and I, I think I, you know, I always said I don't want to do another long course one. And I, I was thinking before coming on this podcast, I was thinking, you know, I am going to do one more. Yeah. Don't tell me I'm going to race it. Yeah. It's, uh, it, 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 it sounds like the, you know, even with you stopping four times, getting off, having a chat with everyone, um, like you said as well, like switching off maybe a little bit doing, doing the bike leg. I mean, you still done a 608 bike. <laughs> you know, that's, that's, yeah. that's class. I did on my road bike as well. So I wanted to go, I wanted to be comfortable. Yeah. Uh, so I think, I think, you know, I, a lot better time trialists than me, a lot better people are better on their time trial bikes and, you know, some quick sections there, but I, I thought I'd gain more from being mm. comfortable on the climbs and on the yeah. climbs. Uh, so I think that was the right decision. I think even if I raced it again, Tom, I would do it on a road bike. Yeah. I think it's horses for courses. It's whatever people feel comfortable on and they better, but, the key thing for me is to is to get off the bike and have no gastric problems, no stomach problems, no back problems. Yeah, uh, and feel comfortable. So that, uh, yeah, I think you know, I would do it again. I I probably wouldn't stop. I try. I'd be self sufficient yeah. if I did the bike thing of it as well. I was looking at the stats earlier on. I was, I was sort of disappointed in my swim actually because that's the only thing you can't stop off. Is <laughs> 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 uh, one hundred three? I think just looking at it. And yeah. I thought, yeah. I sort of, uh, but it did it, it did it did feel long the swim. Yeah. Uh, uh, whether it's true or not, uh, my mate was working on, on life lifeguarding it, and he said one of the boys had blown out to sea a bit. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. So, but uh, but yeah, that's the only thing looking at the stats. But the other, you know, the bike, I know I could take quite a bit of time off that, and oh, definitely the run. I walked every aid station on the run. I stopped to speak to a few people on the run because uh, I wanted to chat to people. And it's only on the last lap one of the boys said to me, "Mark, switch on." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, you, you, you're going to get under 11 hours. And at that stage, I hadn't even looked at my watch or anything. Yeah. Because uh, I didn't know where I was in terms of timing. So I thought, right, I'm going to last lap, I'm going to push it a little bit and see see what I got got left. But I, yeah. I had trained for that. I trained for, and people don't train train that much, running hard downhill. Yeah. Because you don't realize how much it batters your quads. But on the flip side, you can pick up so much time. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, it's up and down, isn't it? Yeah. 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 That four yeah. Times exactly. up and down. So I, I did train a lot for actually going going for a little bit downhill and letting the quads adjust to that, yeah. deal with that. Uh, and I, I walked through every A, a station. I thought I did I did make the state mistake of having a mouthful of Doritos. Have you ever done that? <laughs> Halfway through an eye, I, I, I could barely talk. I, <laughs> I, I tried to pull it out my mouth and then I put some water in the mouth as well. And it went all soggy on me as well. So <laughs> nice. like, like, I'm just doing coke and water from now on. Yeah, I, I was uh, I, I was a sucker for the old jelly beans on the aid station. I was sm- yeah. smashing them down me. They were great. Uh, and I've seen, seen some of my mates there drinking beer, and I was like, right, the quicker I get this person <laughs> in London, the quicker I get to meet them in the pub. Class. Yeah. I, I, out of interest, Mark, you know, you, you've done you've done 1048, 103 swim, 608 bike, and a 325 marathon. What, what do you reckon your, like, if, if you were to have a race there where you actually race it, what do you what do you think you're capable of there? I'd like to go. Uh, I'd like, you know, realistically, if I put a lot of effort into it, I, I, I sort of dial my nutrition in as well. I'd like to go ten, ten, fifteen. Yeah. Uh, 
And I think, you know, the swimming probably could knock a bit off. Look, you could knock a bit off. Uh, I got changed in every transition as well, which probably didn't help. I remember I sat, I sat down each one and had a sandwich and a drink. <laughs> it was, it's quite nice putting normal clothes on. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. But bike cycling clothes on, I came out there, but running clothes on is actually quite, like, not like quite nice. But I, yeah. But I think it took probably took too long in the transitions. So de- definitely sat down with a little bit of a rest the, before the run. So I could take quite a bit of time off there. The run definitely, I, I think, you know, I could take 25 minutes off that. Yeah. Uh, and the bike up. It's a, it's, a, it's a hard balance, isn't it? It's like, how hard do you push the bike? And how's that going to affect your run? Yeah. So I, so I think, you know, probably lost 20 minutes on the stops, uh, which, which you can easily claw back by doing that as well. Yeah. However, my legs felt quite fresh getting back on the bike. I haven't, haven't getting off the bike for a yeah, little bit yeah. as well. So I, I'd like to, you know, I would like to have a go and race it. Uh, when, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, but it's all, you know, I was very, we were very lucky with the weather that year, Tom. You yeah. know, the weather was perfect. So uh, that I think if the weather's bad, I think you just got to go to enjoy it yeah. and uh, and finish it. So, yeah, I think I could find definitely the run. Uh, you know, pretty much I walked through every aid station. I didn't need to. And I did stop a couple of times, just chat to people. Uh, and so I, I definitely could find time there as well. Yeah. Sounds like I made a mistake of using the toilets, which was horrendous. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It was stinking. I held it in there, Tom, for the last two laps. Yeah. Uh, but but no, I think there's definitely definite time there, and I probably would be. I'd probably stay in the same kit as I swam yeah. in as well, and yeah. and through it. And it, it's, it's not a bad thing to stop for a couple of minutes in transition to gather your thoughts and yeah. you know, I had a sandwich and because uh, uh, you, you the swims the swims quite hard work, isn't it? Bloody right, it is. Jump, yeah. jump straight on the bike without. Uh, mm. Learning. One of my friends gave me a top tip, which I like to pass on to Mark Barrow. He said, whatever you do, don't look down at your water bottle until you get out of Tenby. It'll crash. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Mark Barrow failed, failed to listen to that. Failed to listen to that. He, has, he, he hasn't told anyone, no? No, no. no. Is it, it's all in a local cinema now. It's still running. <laughs> yeah. With his commentary behind it. <laughs> Class. But, I, I'm lucky with, with with those guys, him, Fordy, uh, Rabiotti, and a couple of the other boys as well. I, I've just picked their brains before it. Yeah, um, yeah, and they, they they they're really good, and I haven't haven't done multiple Ironmans as well. It's really good to pick their brains, what works, what doesn't work. Uh, so I didn't go I didn't go blind into it, Tom. Apart from yeah. nutrition, I think I got lucky with that. Uh, but I think I didn't go blind into it. But I always knew that I was going to stop off a bit, uh, and I always knew I was going to take the run. At a decent pace, but I, the hard pace was down the hills. Yeah. So I was sort of almost resting, going up. If that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, to yeah, you. yeah. And then I push like as quick as I can down them every time as well. Uh, so yeah, I did, you know I did have a bit of a plan, uh, but I also the number one point was to, to enjoy it. That's class. Uh, did you yeah. like ten forty eight? Where did you finish in your age group there? Uh, I think it was, I think it was six. I think Tom. And did, did you get a spot for Kona? Yeah, is it, I think I rolled. I didn't. I remember Forty texting me. He goes, "I'm in the, I'm in, I'm in the award ceremony. You've got a Kona slot." Uh, and I, and I, I wouldn't have gone anyway. It's not okay. my cup of tea. Uh, so I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have gone anyway. And I think, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I thought about it a few times after, and I think, well, would I, would I have gone for that? Uh, and I think, prob, probably no, because uh, the amount of work I'd have to put into it. I'm, I'm always. I, with, with triathlon it's, it's a hobby and I really really enjoy it yeah but I try uh, it's a thin line between the chore yeah yeah and I and I, I managed to sort of not step over that line at the moment and it's it's never become a chore for me and I think 
to respect Kona and to do well in Kona, you've got to put a lot of time, yeah, a lot of effort into it. And I think and another year of Ironman, I started a new job uh, with a company and it was like ridiculous hours and quite a stressful job. And I, was, I found myself like running to the train station at four in the morning to get trained to London and stuff like oh, that. Geez. I, I could never have done a Kona as well. And yeah. uh, I've changed jobs since because I just, just wasn't enjoying it mentally, you know. Uh, but I, I, I got full respect to people who do Kona. Mm. You know, it it's an, looks an amazing event, but I don't think I'm good enough to do well. Uh, that's probably one thing as well. I think if I wanted to do, I want to compete. Yeah. Uh, and not, I haven't done long distance enough to do well. Uh, you know, when you see people like Fordy go out there, who's an awesome, amazing athlete, and you know, and you, and you expect him to come top three in his age group when he's down there, you know how hard it is. Yeah. Uh, but I, I'd like to watch it. Yeah. Uh, but I wouldn't, even, even if I did Wales again, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go. I think, yeah, I think just, I'd have to d- devote so much time to train there to get to get well. And is, you know, I think it's, it's good to be. You, it's good being a good person within your community, but it's a different level out there. Yeah. It's, a, it's a completely different level. And uh, and it, and the people who focus to do it, I think they're the best people to go to it. Yeah. People who went, yeah, they, they're, more, they're more hungry than I am. And there's a lot of people out, you know, you've got people on your podcast who are really hungry for it. And and they'll get it. And they'll, they'll go there and they'll do a lot better than I ever would. Uh, and also... I quite like swimming in a wetsuit, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I drag my legs. I think I'm gonna, I think I leave two marks in the pool. I swim in the, I'm so stinky. Uh, I, I literally I swim in a wetsuit. I swim 20 seconds per 100 quicker wow. in a wetsuit, and they, they don't. Uh, so you know the pool for me is just technique. It's getting yeah. that technique right. Yeah. Uh, but no, in in, Austria, in 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 Hawaii, they'll, they'll all be they'll all be on the bike before you come out of the water. <laughs> uh, but no, it, it was look, it was nice to do it. I, you know, I didn't expect it, and I. I didn't. I, I wanted to do well in my age group, to be honest with you, uh, but not at the expense of not finishing Ironman yeah, Wales. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's why I took it a bit easier. Uh, you know, I never got to the position on field where I thought, thought oh my God, I'm, I'm hurting you. Yeah. Uh, and I actually, actually, maybe the second time at Wiseman's Hill, probably I thought, yeah. actually, yeah, pushing it a bit back off a bit, and then I got to the crowds and so on and so on, and I was like, forgot all about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it, yeah, I never got to that stage, and I, I probably. So I probably, if I did it again, try and get a little bit closer to that. Yeah. Uh, but it, without, uh, it's, it's it's such a long day out, isn't it? Yeah. It really good. It could go really messy, couldn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it it is devastated. And and the thing is as well, it, it's like even for me, I, I want to do I want to do really well uh, this year. Um, you know, I'm nowhere near kind of like in in your league in terms of the times or anything. Um, but you know, I can still push myself as hard as uh, as anyone, relatively speaking, and you know, you pay so much money and, you know, you train yeah. for it for so long, like for, for that, for me to be my big day and then blow up and things like you say, go seriously wrong. It is a big risk, isn't it? <laughs> oh, massively. Yeah. yeah. I, I think, don't overthink it as well. I think yeah. that, that's the, that's the worst thing. You know, you, you gotta, you gotta try and enjoy, enjoy it. And I think you're really passionate about it. You wouldn't do these podcasts if you weren't passionate yeah. about it. So, so channel that into it. Yeah, really exactly. Enjoy it actually, because you can. Yeah, somebody with interviewing you and say, "Oh, well done, you done." Yeah. <laughs> are, you, are you self? Are you self-taught then, Tom, or do you have a coach? I, I've got. I've got a coach. I've had a coach from the start. To be fair, um, and 
it's, it's quite interesting because when I first got into it, like I, I come from, as you know, golf background, it's very technical. You know, I could go yeah. to a million different people for, for lessons in South Wales and there's just information everywhere. And when I first got into it, I found it really difficult to, to find the right avenues in terms of like finding a coach, finding relevant information. Um, you know, I barely knew anyone who had done Ironman Wales at the time. And, um, yeah, I actually found it quite difficult, but I got in touch with a guy who was actually based in Canada and he was doing my coaching for me. And like I said earlier, it was all done on feel and I was, that was really good. Um, and I'd done that for my first Ironman. Um, and I, I learned quite a lot to be fair. Uh, but now I'm having coaching from, uh, from Dan Farmer, who's, oh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I was in team crank with him for a while. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's, yeah. he's a really, really good guy and, um, good athlete as well. Yeah. He's a, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a Golf pro or ex pro golfer? Uh, was he a development I, golfer? Wasn't he? Yeah, he was working for uh, for Wales Golf. Um, That's it. But yeah. I, I think he, I think he played to a very very high standard. To be fair, yeah. so we, he's we, a good triathlete, Dan. Yeah, yeah, he's um, and I've got to be honest. Over the last kind of year and a half, just being in their group has really taught me kind of a hell of a lot because even yeah. leading up to Ironman Wales in 2018, I didn't really have that many people around me. You know, I didn't really have many training partners. Um, and it's, t- it's taken me until now really to find like a little group and just seeing how people like Dan train, you know, he's like, he's so consistent in, you know, like just turning up for his sessions every single day. Um, and just listening to guys like you, you know, like Nathan Ford, um, and all the other boys I've had on the on the podcast, Craig Burrows, uh, Craig Jones, Andrew Horsell Turner, um, it's it's really really inspiring to be fair, and especially someone like Craig um, Craig Burrows as well, who's kind of gone almost from the standard that I raced at in two thousand and eighteen, you know, all the way to um, to to almost getting a spot for corner. I just think it's um, yeah, it's fascinating. He'll get he'll get a spot, you know. He's, oh, definitely. He's devoted to it as well, yeah. and, he, and he and he's an amazing athlete. He just needs a lucky swim. Uh, yeah. He just needs to get on the right feet uh, yeah. and have a lucky swim. But he, like, there's no doubt Craig yeah. can do it. And like Andy Horsell Turner is going to be the next pro, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. But I, I think you know, yeah. I listen I listen to Craig Barrows, and I think actually, if somebody deserves it more oh. than I ever do, he's yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, you know, and uh, and I think you know the amount of time and effort he puts into it, uh, he, he will get it. Yeah. Uh, and I think he just needs, you need a bit of luck in it. Oh, you know, over ten hours, eleven hours, twelve hours, you need a bit of luck as well. I agree. Yeah, and you need you know and you just need ev- everything to align. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but and it happened to you as well, Tom. You know, but it is. It, I find it immensely uh, important to be around people who've done yeah, it. I agree. Uh, and pick their brains and just listen to them. Yeah. Uh, be a bit of a sponge. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree. I think it's, um, yeah, it is really inspiring. Like, like I said, speaking to all these different people who I've, ne- you know, barely ne- have never met, just like yourself, uh, like we were saying earlier. And um, I, I can't wait for, for this year. And I just hope to God that it goes ahead this year and we get to race. I do as well because yeah. I, I booked accommodation to go down on the beers. So I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to support you guys coming through. You know, yeah. uh, uh, I think it will. I think I think look, I you've got to be optimistic. You know, you've got to be ready. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I saw a quote from Ali Brownie the other day, and they said they asked him about the Olympics, and he said, "I can't control the Olympics, but what I can control is if I'm ready or not." Yeah. Uh, I think that's true for Wales. You know, people who enter it now, you've got to start getting ready for it. You know, yeah. we, we should all be vaccinated by then, fingers crossed. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, th- I, I, I would just, I would keep plowing ahead for it and, uh, and hope it goes, and it, it'd be good for sport. 
Yeah. Uh, it'd be good for the sport to have it. Uh, you know, and I think it's far enough away not to yeah. panic too much. Yeah, yeah, I hope so. I hope you're right. You have to get, have to get in the North Dock, go, you will. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> get your willies on and get in the North Dock. Exactly. There's boys still swimming in there now, mind. They're going right the way through, yeah. Fair play to them. Yeah, yeah. I, mm. I, I, I'm surfing a bit, but it's different surfing. I'm not sure I'd, I swam till about a month ago. Yeah. Uh, swimming quite a lot, you know, in the sea, and I, I just got too cold then to be yeah. honest with you. And, uh, but I, I, like, we'll, we'll all be back in the pools, and then if not, we'll be back in, we'll be back in the dock or the sea in, yeah. in April, May, so it's not the end of the world. Yeah, we'll make it work. We'll make it work. Yeah. So, um, just for all the listeners to know, uh, when I when I've got a guest on, I always put uh, a little post on Instagram or Facebook. You know, a little Facebook group that I've got. Um, it's called the Road to Tembi Podcast, and I always give the listeners or whoever's in the group an opportunity to ask some questions. And you've had quite a lot of questions, Mark. Um, and I'm, I'm quite looking forward to hearing some of your answers. To be fair, <laughs> <laughs> <I'm not. laughs> so um, I, I literally I put I put this this post on uh, this afternoon. It must have been about half past twelve, and w- within about four seconds of me putting the post on, first question from Ian Lloyd: How how old are you? <laughs> so I'm about ten years younger than Ian Lloyd. Uh, he's had a, he's had a really hard paper around that boy. Uh, so, uh, 48 in uh, September. As I said earlier, I'm actually looking forward to getting to the 50 age group. Uh, so yeah, another two and a bit years. But I, like age is how you feel, isn't it? Exactly. I never, I never really feel particularly old, to be honest. With you. Uh, sometimes when I go training with the youngsters, <laughs> the thirty-year-olds, I, I do feel I do feel it. Uh, it's just recovery. You've got to be a little bit more yeah. sensible with when you get older. Class, love it. Um, next question. This was about uh, forty seconds after I put the post on Facebook. Um, Mark Barrow, have you got any tips on how to nail the dismount? And that was followed by a little video of you um, having a little bit of a mishap in the uh, in the dismounting uh, this lastly try. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, I knew that was going to be on camera. Uh, I mean, <laughs> also, I knew Barrow would never ever forget about it. Like I'm never going to forget the fact that uh, he crashed in ten B. Make you remind us anyway. Uh, it was. It, it was. It was the. It was the sprint one. It was in May and it was absolutely freezing. Tom, it was. Yeah. And I, I was. I came out to the swim and I was cold on the bike. I just couldn't get going on the bike and I. Remember getting to the dismount line. I got my feet on the floor. I couldn't feel them. And you know, you start tilting sideways, and I carried on tilting sideways. And I was trying to hold the bike up for a bit of dignity. And I hit the fence then, bounced off the fence as well. And I ran the whole run there with a, with a really sore shoulder from oh, it as shit. well. Yeah. So you know, if kids out there, if you want to look on how not to dismount, at, uh, at, at the that's how to do it. That's how not to do it. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, Got a, a question from Paul Harris. How can I get quicker uh, than a brick on the swim? Oh, it, it, it was, it was, my, 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 my turning point was Nathan giving me a couple of lessons. Yeah. Uh, and he said he said to me, look, you know, you just change a few minor things and then make a big difference. Yeah. Uh, I didn't want to change too much. I, I, didn't, I never wanted to be a pool swimmer, Tom. Yeah. They don't race in pools. I didn't want to become a pool swimmer. I wanted to be a more competent sea swimmer uh and also when i was going swimming i was doing in the pool i was doing maybe 750s and got a leave in yeah so yep my yep my my uh my time in the pool quite a bit you know i was probably doing hour sessions as well uh and also we slowed myself down in in swimming it's bizarre isn't it? you think you swim a bit faster you're gonna go faster you know yeah. it happens on the bike it happens on the run <laughs> i slowed myself down and probably and it, it's weird that he said it'll click 
and it and it does click when you hit the water and you, you got the pull. Yeah. Uh, and, and it clicked, and I think yeah, you know, I, I I go swimming with Nathan quite a bit, and I follow his bubbles about five about five yards. He's gone then, <laughs> uh, but I, I noticed you know especially the summer I swam quite a lot outdoors because we had to. Yeah. Uh, it came it sort of swimming came quite a bit, but I you know I swam you know once a week I do like a three four thousand meter swim. So I think Steph, you got you got to put a bit of effort in. I'm, it's not it's not natural to me swimming. Yeah, me neither. Uh, and you know I do a lot more the pool. I do a lot of hard sprint work as well in the pool. So I don't do it's all, all my techniques in the pool. Pool and then it, hopefully it's going to come into racing. So mm. I hope that uh, I hope that answers his question. I, yeah. But it's worth it's worth getting somebody to have a look at your technique. I agree. And, uh, I agree. See whether it's you go in the right places or not. Yeah, I, d- I don't know. I, I don't know the context of the question. Um, and obviously neither do you, but. Um, the only thing I would say is just be patient as well, because it it, it, oh, it takes yeah. it takes time, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, massive! You know, yeah. you know, when I jump on the bike or, or run, I, I don't think about anything. I'm swimming and think about right, where, where's my arm here, where's my breathing here, and it's, it's like golf, you know. I used to get up on the tee and think, right, head down, we read the, read the print of the read the tightness on the golf ball or whatever. <laughs> yeah. it's, swimming reminds me of exactly the same thing. It's yeah. probably technically, but unless you swam from a kid, very difficult. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, next question from uh, Patrick Jones. What Mark's favourite uh, past race and why? And will you be focusing on short or long distances this year if we get back to racing? Yeah, uh, bizarrely, the Fishguard Sprint is my favourite race. I, I, I love the venue. I yeah. It's amazing down there. The, the bike and the run are brutal. Yeah. Uh, but I love it. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I really love that course. I'm, I'm definitely a, be- a better athlete over a hilly course. Uh, I'm working on leg speed and I've worked on it for the last year, you know, but my leg speed doesn't allow, you know, there's a lot of boys quicker on the bike on the flat courses. So yeah. I tend to go for my strengths, but I don't know, fish card always is, it always puts a good event on. Yeah. It's freezing in that harbour, swimming, but I quite like it. Uh, and it, and the, have you, have you done the fish card one? I've, no, no, I, I've literally no. just wrote it down now just to make sure that I, um, I, I look at it for this year. Providing yeah. The, the run is literally, you, you run out, you run out to the spit in Goodwick and you run up a horror, like a horrible hill. Oh really? Uh, up like Swiss Valley sort of thing up to the uh, top, okay. of, you know, uh, or a bit more. But it, but I quite like it. That's where mm. you know I tend to go go for it there as well. So that's no, that's that's definitely my favourite race uh, in in Wales. You know, and in terms of atmosphere, it's pretty good there as well. It, yeah, it's, uh, it's, weather always seems to be lovely. You know, it's always nice weather there. Uh, there's always good crowds there as well. So no, that's that's my favourite one. And this year, yeah, sh- short course for me this year, definitely. Class. Uh, it worked a lot on the bike, and I wanted, you know, so I want to see how that uh, how, how that plays out in terms of the short course racing. Nice. I've got a message uh, or a question from Craig Jones, who we've mentioned a few times. Uh, he yeah. was on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. Uh, from a man who's tried and tested many bikes, what has been your favourite bike and why? Yeah, so 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 TT bikes don't seem to work for me, Tom. Uh, I tried them as well. I don't. I just. I, and, you know, I've had good fits as well, but good people, I can't get comfy or, uh, so I got, uh, the, the specialized Tarmax, yeah. S-Works Tarmax is, is, is my favorite bike. It, you know, I, I bought a new TT bike last year and I, I got a TT route ride near me, which is like, it's only 20 K and it's quicker than the Tarmac. Oh really? Same effort. Yeah. So I think, uh, for me, and, and it's a per, completely personal thing. I, uh, that's that's the bike for me. I just nice. sold it actually. I, I've ordered a new one. Nice. Uh, luckily, it's coming in in March. So I've got to try to save up the pay for it first. <laughs> uh, but I'm going to race on that this year. So I'm not going to race on a time trial bike. You know, yeah. I've gone back a four time trial bikes. I, I just don't like it. I just don't. Yeah. I don't race as well on them. You know, and I don't. 
they're not going to race that many flat races anyway because that's where they really come into their own. Uh, so I think the hilly ones are, for me, and it's personal thing, be better on the yeah the, the tarmac. Craig, Craig looking at a new bike. That's why. <laughs> oh, is he really? Yeah, yeah he's <laughs> looking at a new bike. Buy that giant, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> um, got a question from Nathan Ford. Uh, he seems to be getting a lot quicker the older he gets. What's his secret? Yeah, do you know I I, I have sort of gone like I did. Like, I've done a couple of uh, good rides and runs recently. You know, uh, I have seemed to go quicker. Yeah. Uh, uh, do you know COVID hasn't been a bad thing for me? I usually travel a lot with work, uh, so uh, I've had a lot more time at home when I spend a bit more time with my wife, which is quite nice, and my mates outside triathlon. Yeah. Uh, but I've had a lot more time to train. Class. So I think I, I definitely, and I, do you know what? I hate indoor cycling, but I invested in the what bike last year, and I just hammered Zwift. It's, it's it's really picked up my my cycling. Uh, it was something good. I needed to because I started neglecting it a bit. Yeah. Uh, and it's picked up my cycling and I enjoy it. Uh, so yeah, that's def- definitely helping. And swimming. Uh, well, I shout out to Nathan probably. You know, yeah. doing the swimming also. I, I really, I still really enjoy it. I think I probably enjoy it more triathlon now than I did when I first started. Yeah. Uh, and I'm look, I'm so looking forward to racing. Like a lot of people, you know, there's worse things going on in the world and grateful my family and friends all safe and well but i can't wait to race yeah. really, I'd, I'd, I'd race every weekend if i could yeah <laughs> i, I just it. generally would twice a day every weekend if allow me. <laughs> brilliant i love it um question from andrew horsel turner what's your secret to running so fast ah oh, yeah I, I never run i rarely run flat so uh yeah, Andrew lives on the corner for me now as well, so he's about to learn. You have to run up a hill home. Uh, but it, yeah, I, I do a lot of hill work. Yeah. So a lot of hill work at speed. Uh, so and I tend to do, you know, at the moment I tend to do, no, I'm injury free now, great, so I can push push a bit harder. Uh, but I tend to do sort of three 10Ks and maybe maybe a longer one on the weekend on the trails, do a bit of trail work, so I think it builds up your strength. Uh, but the 10Ks will be hilly. Okay. I tend to incorporate a lot of hills. I and I'll, I'll probably, I'm at that point where I'm at the limit going up the hills as well. And then you try and try and keep that at the top. So you learn to recover quite quickly at the top. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so it works for me. And again, I, I tell people that not, don't go doing loads of high intensity stuff straight from the block. block you're going to get injured. Yeah. But it, yeah, it works for me, but I think he's, he's about to find out now. He, he lived down towards the flat before. Now he lives on top of a hill. So he's, <laughs> at some stage, he's going to have to go up and down the hills. So he'll get even better than he already is. Brilliant. Love that. Um, another question from Ian Lloyd: Why is Mark Barrow in the elite WhatsApp group? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, only because Mark Barrow comes out for our Christmas do every year. <laughs> uh, yeah, and he, which, he always makes an effort every year. There's a group of us coming out. Nathan Ford, right, cannot drink he, two beers, <laughs> and he starts slurring, slurring his words. But we got a, yeah, it's a group, it's a nice group of, it's a really good group of lads. I really like them. You, you know, we, we train outside workers, outside the WhatsApp as well. Uh, we're a bit of banter as well. But uh, yeah, if Lloyd wants to come in, uh, we'll audition him. <laughs> uh, it'll be an appropriate forfeit for him to come into it. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. Uh, a question from Dan Farmer: uh, What's your best average power sustained for a middle or long distance triathlon? So I'm not. So I'm, I'm doing a lot more power on what bike. Uh, I'm not. Tend to, I haven't had a power meter on the bike before. I tend to do on feel. Uh, my FTP is it's not ridiculously high, to be honest. You, it's about uh, I think it's two seven four. Okay. Uh, and I think I like, like I tried to hold it last week in the 
in that time trial thing in Zwift, and I and I think you know at thirty k I was at my limit. Yeah. I was at my limit. You know, I knew my legs had gone. Uh, so I think I think if I if I was to do like a long course again, I was using power meter. I think I'd be going like sort of two twenty five. Okay. Yeah, two thirty, and if I had a bit more towards the end, and I then I'd push in. You know, it's nice. better to go, especially something like Wales. It's better yeah. to go towards the end in the middle when. You sacrifice, but he, he, you know, I'd always be thinking, right? What, what do I need to left to go on the bike? And if, and if I did race it again, I'd want to go three hours on the run. Yeah. Uh, uh, so I, I, I would, you know, I'd push it a bit more, but not at the detriment of the run because the run's my my strength, and I'd be ashamed to yeah. sacrifice that for yeah. going, going hard on on the bike. Yeah, class. Uh, I've got a message as well from Josh Jones. Uh, where do you think you would be if you'd started at an earlier age? Uh, I don't know, to be honest. You know, it's it, As I said before, Tom, I do it because I enjoy it. It's yeah. a really good hobby. Uh, and I think if it became more serious, I'm not sure I would enjoy it that mm. much. And I think that's why I've, I've never had a coach. I'm a big fan of coaches. I think, <laughs> I think they're, great, they're great. But I... I have so much flexibility in my training yeah. and, it, and it suits me and it works for me. Uh, and I always look forward to training. And I think if I had to put that structure in, it might be a little bit of work Yeah. Uh, where there's a lot of structure in place. And I think, uh, yeah, so I, it's, it's a good question. I, I, I've, I've thought about that many times, you know, I'd like to have really gone as a kid and gone for it. And yeah. uh, you see all these elite triathletes and, uh, but you know, I, Non was on you as well. And her parents have done a road. So when she comes back, you know, I, done a bit of training with non and she's like an awesome athlete like amazing but her train she, they train so hard you don't yeah. the elite athletes train at a ridiculous level all day every day and it's not for me yeah uh, <laughs> like I, I, I like a beer uh and i like to have a curry in the weekend so I don't, nice. I don't deprive myself of things uh unless i'm racing so uh yeah no i it, it's you know it's flattering somebody even asked that i, I probably don't even see myself in that in, in that sort of league anyway uh, but I, it, I just really enjoy it, and as long as I keep enjoying it, it's going to be a hobby, and I keep giving it my best until my body gives up. Really. Yeah. Nice. What's your favorite curry, Mark? Ah, uh, do you know what? I'm into a go one curry at the moment. So I tend to I tend to like. Uh, I had a gel freezy in the weekend, uh, and I went for a nice ride up the Porth Core. Yeah. I, I never recommend that. Because <laughs> <laughs> public toilets aren't open that much during COVID. Uh, so, yeah, so I, I, was, I was pretty much a sweat by the time I got the pile, to be honest. I found it somewhere in the toilet there. Uh, but, I, yeah, I do I do like a, a carry, like a Thai carry. I, I just, uh, I never, I've never deprived, I'm quite lucky in metabolism. I've sort of mm. uh, stayed quite a low weight as well. Uh, so I, I, don't, I don't deprive myself of food. My, my wife makes sure I have all my veggies and like that as well. Uh, but, I, you know, if I don't, but even before I'm in Wales, we're with a bottle of wine with my mate. Yeah. Uh, like before I said, I'm not going to drink, I'll touch it because I will have a glass of red and then another couple of glasses. But it settled the nerves. Yeah. So I was quite nervous, uh, nervous before, before I went away the night before because I thought I hadn't done much of the nutrition and stuff. Yeah, I think everybody's yeah. nervous for yeah, yeah, absolutely. such a big event, you know, and such an important event in the calendar. Uh, so no, yeah, I do like a curry, but I do like, yeah, I do like, at the moment I spend a lot of time in takeaways, which isn't right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think I've got the opposite problem to you with my metabolism. <laughs> I've only got to look at a pasty and I put on half a stone. <laughs> it's not good. probably catch up to me now, Tom. I've only get to 48 now in September and also I go, boom. I think, boom I think well. you're all right. I think you're all right. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, but no, it's, it's, it's nice. You know, I, was, like, I, like to, I like to have had a gone when I was younger, uh, yeah. but it just didn't happen like that. I mean, I'm a big person. I tend to 
sort of live a bit more for the future than what, mm. what the past. You can't change the past, you know. Yeah. Uh, I know with the races, I, I tend to do, I look at the times after and I look, well, this is what I could do differently. But I don't, I don't get down about them because yeah. uh, you can't go back, you can't race it again. You could do the same course again a different year. Uh, but I tend to race rather than go for time. Yeah. So I'd rather race somebody in front of me and I don't care whether I'm an hour later or 10 minutes later in a sprint. Yeah. Uh, but I, if, I, if I can train podium or, or win my age group, uh, that I would rather that. So, I, yeah, so I don't, I don't race for, for a PB. I race for yeah. the win, really. Do you know, uh, out of interest, do you know if you'd done Ironman Wales and you were 32 seconds uh, <laughs> or, or over a certain time, w- 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 would you then be disappointed? I'd emigrate. It's funny enough. I know somebody did that. I, I, it's terrible. I'd, I'd emigrate. I wouldn't. I wouldn't show my face. I think it's only because that person bought every bit of IMM merchandise available. <laughs> he has to do it again. <laughs> Never get in the queue in the merchandise queue. Being Mark Barrow. Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> Mark. That, that that's it in terms of questions from listeners I, I think that's the most questions we've ever had anyway um oh, i enjoyed for, it Tom, for, for all the guests i'm so grateful for your time this evening uh it's been fascinating listening to you and your experiences um not just with imr wales but all the events you've done um so so humble uh, and it's yeah it's, it's been a pleasure you know talking to you Thanks, so. it's been a privilege to be on you as well. I know such good athletes as well, and also your enthusiasm waves as well. And I can't wait to see you there. You know, I'll I'll be there. I'll have a beer ready for you at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Best thing about Ironman is get out and get out in the pub after. It was, it was, you know, it's amazing. The yeah. atmosphere is amazing. I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah. But, but... Uh, no, we, we'll see. We'll see you before with the Swansea try somewhere. Whether we have a social event or uh, if you ever want to go down Tembe for for a ride, just let me know when we're allowed to. Yeah, I'll uh, be there. I'll be well up for that. Yep, top man. Mark, thanks, Tom. I'm so grateful. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Have a good evening. Take care. Cheers.